And we are recording. We're back for another podcast. This is episode 36. We're approaching on 40 episodes, going strong. Founded in 2019, I believe. This is Sizzlin' Quinny. I'm one half of the podcast, one of your co-hosts. My name is Sam Finlay, better known as Sizzle. Sitting across from me via Zoom in Young, a much colder place than Wollongong where I am, is my co-host. Hey guys, it's me again. It's your boy. It's Simon, also known as Quinny. We love it. We've been going strong for nearly three years now. Can't believe it. Let's get into it. You're loving this new, hey guys. <laughs> I am, mate. I'm welcoming the people, mate. I'm letting them know that we're keen for them to be here. I want them to feel part of it, you know? <laughs> it's, it's your new intro. I love it. Hey guys. Yeah. I still say your boy. That's still in there. Yeah. No, I am all for it. We're about the people. So, you know, why yeah, not? Give the people they want. <laughs> so, Quinny, you're back from your holidays. You had two weeks holidays there, back in Young. Look, we've got a lot to talk about this week. We're going to do a precap of Falcon and the Winter Soldier because we have the finale coming this Friday. I can't wait. I'm sure you can't wait either. But before we get into that, we're going to do a recap because we've got to touch on the episode that has just gone. Episode five, predictions for episode six are coming. But before we get into that, we're also going to do some actual predictions that we think is realistic. And then we're going to have a few wild predictions that we'd love we to love happen. A wild prediction probably won't happen. So wild predictions coming very soon. So stay for that. That's going to be a little bit later. But before we get into the finale coming up for our precap, let's do a recap and let's relive what was episode five. Talk to me, Quinny. Reactions. So Hit I me. think yeah, I think for me, I think episode five is probably. I'm going to just throw it out. It's probably the best episode of the season for me. I think. Each episode has just gotten better and better. And I kind of liked how the episode sort of went a bit slower. It took a bit more of a back, wasn't as much action going on. They did, they focused more also on like character development. I really enjoy that because you got to see obviously Sam and Bucky's relationship just go wait, like go to the top. So now you can tell they're going to be really good mates. They got to work together. So I really liked how you kind of got that connections back. So that for me was definitely a positive of this um, episode. I also, I'm not going to lie, like, you know, I haven't been liking Walker at all, our boy Walker, John Walker, but I thought this episode, he was amazing. It. Like, the emotion that he was showing throughout this episode, like, amazing stuff. Like, congratulations to him. Like, he really, I can't, he made me feel sorry for him. Like, the whole season, I was just hating on him. And I just loved just what he brought to this episode. Like, he really came in hot, and I just loved it. It was really, really good. So that's just a bit of an instant reaction for me so far. What about yourself? Yeah, I agree. I think it's the best episode yet. I mean, it clocked in at like 60 minutes. It was basically a mini movie. I mean, every episode has sort of been a mini movie, but this one hit that hour mark, which was great because, you know, each episode has want us lefty more. And this sort of gave us everything really, didn't it? We got the action at the start, which was an epic fight scene for the shield between Bucky, Sam and John Walker. I mean, that was an awesome battle scene i mean maybe one of the best fights we've seen in the show so far some awesome hand-to-hand combat there although i must say bucky a little bit underpowered i think you know the winter soldier you know back in his day when he was taking on cap himself when he had the serum you know running through his veins i mean he's still got the serum running through his veins i thought john walker who's you know a new super soldier 
was maybe a little bit too powerful. But anyway, we won't get into that just yet. Yeah, that was going to link into my like what I didn't like about the episode. Yeah, I'm like, sure that we'll discuss that in a minute. So I'll hold off on that. Uh, but as I said, yeah, this this episode gave us everything, gave us the fight scene at the start. It gave us that character development. We saw the relationship of Sam and Bucky continue to evolve and they actually became friends in this great. episode. And I guess they became a bit of a duo, didn't they? Yeah, definitely. You know, we, we got the, the scene when Sam, Isaiah as well. So Sam had this real, this moment where, you know, he almost wanted to give the shield to Isaiah. Isaiah didn't want it, obviously. And Isaiah almost was like, well, the, you're not fit for the shield. So, you know, we got the development of Sam and Sam was really sort of grappling with this idea of, does he want the shield? Doesn't he want the shield? Should the shield really be you know, carried on, should this be his legacy or not? And then, yeah, as I said there, we got that that character development and the relationship development of Bucky and Sam, which was awesome. Obviously, Bucky going down to Sam's hometown, helping him out on the boat there. Louisiana. He, he was, he's a handyman, isn't he, Bucky? Yeah, he, he does. A yeah, gets the job done. Not a bad handyman. You know, he's, got, he's pretty strong. He'd be able to, I mean, you know, carry things around for you, rip things off boats. He was pretty, he was good. That vibranium arm came in use multiple times. And then we saw the shield scene where, you know, Bucky really embraced having the shield and tossing it around, which was awesome as well. And, you know, early on, I mentioned it, they had that epic fight scene. Sam's wings were destroyed. Really? And it there has been a lot of speculation over the internet about maybe potentially a vibranium wingsuit coming. And it seemed like we got that with Bucky calling a favor in to the Wakandans, getting Shuri to whip up something special for Sam. And it looks like we didn't get to see exactly what was in the box. Sam obviously opened the box at the very end of the episode. You would assume he's getting a new suit. And maybe... New wings with like Captain America color. I don't know. It'd be something like that. Yeah. Bring them all both together. Yeah, we'll get into that um, when we do our precap more. Uh, but yeah, look, I, I really loved this episode. And one thing that I loved the most probably out of anything in this episode was the MCU continuing to be the MCU and evolving and bringing more characters into the fray. And that was the inclusion of Madam Hydra played by my girl, our girl, yeah. our girl. Yes. I love her. She is amazing. You know, Elaine Bennis just is one of my all time favorite screen characters of all time. Having her in this as Madam Hydra was amazing. And how good was she? She wasn't on the screen for very long. But it was powerful but, what she delivered. It was so good. Like she I had some get, funny. It was funny. It was also it was also kind of serious. It was good. She definitely dropped the mic when she went in there. Yeah. Did her thing, spit some fire. See you later, guys. Loved it. So that's obviously going to have some ramifications, maybe not only for the finale, but I think probably for this this uh, phase of the MCU because who knows, who knows? She could be, uh, you know, potentially maybe like a Samuel Jackson, Nick Fury sort of character. Well, they're supposed to have a relationship with the that's comics, right. Madam yes. Hydra and uh, Nick Fury. So who and, knows? And she's originally, was originally supposed to be in Black Widow first. Yeah, I was going to mention that. Yeah. So you would assume she's still in that movie. So we'll, we'll, we'll soon find out because that comes out. Um, very soon in the coming months but yeah look this episode was awesome this episode really was and it has set up the finale now to just be even more epic than 
the whole series has been so far. This has been just a show that has blown me away. One division blew me away. This has blown me away even more. And I am so ready for episode six. As you mentioned there, just before I, I finish up on my reaction to episode five, White Russell as John Walker in this episode, just amazing acting amazing acting i wasn't that invested like you as him in him as a character but now i'm all in i think he was he won the episode i think he was the mvp of the last episode if we were to you know give the award to someone for that episode it was 100 yeah like just the fact just i love that scene he's like you built me like he just says you guys are the ones that made me do this so it's like this is on you as well i just feel like he was a bit hard done by to be honest like loses all his rank um, doesn't get any like benefits, doesn't get paid from the government anymore. Like he served his country. He's made one know. mistake, but he did, you know, he, he did brutally murder someone. But in saying that, don't that's what you that's what a soldier does. What do they do when they're out, you know, when they're at war? Yeah, but he brutally murdered someone who by you know technically they're a terrorist based on their actions. Technically, yes, but I'm also- just saying, I just think I understand, yes, he did a terrible thing. But I thought that was just a bit harsh on him. Like, they're just like, come on. I don't know. I feel like he got off easy. He didn't go to jail. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I still feel like he got a bit hard done by him, But that's just me. But I mean, know. I feel like he's just going to do it. He, he's a super soldier now. So, like, just because he got the shield taken off him, which, you know, he deserved to get that taken off him. I feel he's obviously, as we saw post credit scene, if he didn't stick, um, didn't stay until the end, he is obviously trying to build his own shield now. So he's still going to be doing what he's doing anyway. So I don't know. I feel like the result was fine. Like he brutally murdered someone. So I think he should have got locked up personally, but hey. You can't he's- lock up a super soldier. He was busted out. Well, you know, Bucky was locked up. True, but then he got pardoned in the end. Yeah, so you, you can you can lock up a super soldier. I mean- You could. I'm just con- saying. I just feel up- like it was a bad thing that he did. Like I agree, but I'm just saying- I don't know. I think we're going to have to agree to disagree on this one because I think, you know, he's out there. He's obviously going to be in the next episode. He's going to have his shield, whether it's vibranium or not. I mean, you would assume it's not vibranium because it looks like he's just making it in his garage at home. It won't be a very effective shield, I don't think, compared to what Sam's going to be using, I don't think. No, I mean, yeah. Look, 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 let's get into that. I mean, do you have anything else you wanted to say about the last episode? Yeah, I was just, I just have one more scene that I wanted to mention that I thought was awesome. I love the Zemo and Bucky scene. So they're in Chicovia, Zemo's at the memorial, and then Bucky shows up. And you think, if Bucky's got to kill him, is he got to go back to his sort of winter soldier ways and just, you know, kill this guy? And then I love it how, you know, he doesn't do it. He like sort of drops the bullets and it's sort of like, as we know, Zemo was on his list. So they kind of made amends and they kind of go their separate ways. I also liked how Zemo kind of just went without fighting the up with the Wakandans. He kind of just said, yep, fair enough, I'm out of here. So a bit different to what he was like in those early episodes when he was trying to keep escaping and stuff. So I feel like he sort of embraced it too. So I just thought that was a really good scene too. We got to see Zemo again. We love Zemo. It's always good to get him in there. So hopefully he shows up in episode six. I'm assuming he will, but we shall see. Yeah, well, let's get into that because I also loved Zemo being in this episode, now, I, I, you know, he wasn't on the screen for very long and he sort of, I guess, accepted, not defeat, he sort of embraced it a little bit, didn't he? He, you know, was at Sokovia um, and he, he and he and Bucky had a really sort of almost like heart to heart, didn't they? You know, Bucky sort of, I guess, forgave him almost. 
Um, it was really nice to, I guess, them because Zemo has actually been like, he's been a bit of a hero in this series. He stepped up big time. Like he was big, like we were saying, he was the MVP of the season. So yeah, he's coming and he's going strong. Yeah. So, I mean, he could have made things a lot harder for everyone. Right. So I'd love to see him in the finale with that purple mask on, but we will see. So let's get into it. Precap time. The finale is coming this Friday. If you haven't watched any of the episodes yet, go get yourself a Disney Plus subscription and watch all five because you're in for a Smash treat. Smash it out. Yeah, do a marathon. So we have the finale coming. Let's give a bit of a prediction for what we actually think is going to happen. And then let's get into some wild predictions. So you can kick us off. What do you think is going to happen in the finale? All right, I'll give you, I'll just give you two pretty obvious ones. So for me, I think 100% the power broker will be revealed. So that will come into play. And I'm still saying it's going to be Sharon Carter just because I'm all in. You're sold. You're sold. But I've also picked up another person that I think could be another sneaky option for the power broker. So I might leave that for like my bold, like my bot, you know, my my more ridiculous predictions Mm -hmm. just to see what you think. And another one, I think it's got to happen. Sam's obviously going to open up that case. He's got to get his vibranium suit, thanks to those good old Wakandans, that one favorite for Bucky. I think it'll be kind of a mixture between like the Captain America sort of look and his wings, but they'll be made from vibranium. So I think he'll get the job done. But I've got some more, but you hit me now. So yeah, look, I'm going to add on to what you said there. I think he's going to get the vibranium wingsuit, but I also think he's going to get a new shield. You reckon? I think so. And I think they've set this up a little bit for us with those post credit scenes when you see John Walker spraying the shield, the classic American red, white, and blue colors. I think Sam is going to don a more Wakandan vibe shield and embrace all steel shield. So I think he's going to get a wingsuit and he's going to get um, a, a different and, or a new new shield there. I don't know what's going to happen with the original. Maybe they just put that in the archives with Steve Rogers. Um, you know, who knows? But uh, yeah, I think they've set that up with when you get to see John Walker spray the shield there because I mean, not Making both, his own shield out of like, I think it'd be weird if they both metals. had the same. So I think that's going to happen. I think we're going to get the ultimate showdown. It looks like it's going to happen in New York. That's where it seems. They like love New York, don't they? New York loves the battle scene in these in the Marvel universe. They love it. They love it. Uh, so we're going to get that an ultimate showdown. I think you know it's going to be Sam and Bucky versus the Flag Smashers and versus John Walker. He's obviously going to be there. You know whether he's trying to be Captain America or he embraces. Uh, U.S. agent, I think it is in the comics. Yeah. So I think we're going to get this sort of like three-way battle um, between the sort of three parties. And I think two of them are going to team up. And I'm a bit unsure whether that's going to be Flag Smashers and Sam and Bucky versus John Walker or whether John Walker is going to team up again with Bucky and Sam to take out the Flag Smashers and then they're going to have to go head-to-head. I don't know. I think that's going to be super interesting to see. And we did mention it there. I think in that fight scene, Zemo is going to show up. I don't know whether that's with with some Wakandans. With mm, that'll be hard because like is he going to be able to escape? Because he's going to the raft on the raft or whatever they call it, the raft. So I'm assuming that must be some hectic prison they have in Wakanda. I don't know. I just feel like Zemo has like we haven't seen the end of him yet. 
So it'll be interesting to see what happens there. Um, I do think John Walker is going to take out Carly Morgenthau as well. I think that's going to happen. And as you said, the power broker is going to be revealed. But I'm still, to be honest, I actually have no idea who it's going to be right now. I really don't. I don't think it's going to be Sharon Carter like you. I, I just don't. I think it's too easy. I think Marvel are, are too smart for us like that. But as I think I mentioned in our maybe last podcast, I think it's going to be someone we haven't yet met from the comics. So I don't know who that's going to be. And then I also think we're going to get two post-credit stingers. Like one division? Like one division. We get one after the, the main set of credits and then one at the very end. And I think that's going to lead into a next movie or, you know, a next series, whether that is Black Widow, because, you know, Black Widow is the next movie and it would make sense. I think that that post-credit scene is going to have Madam Hydra in it and it's going to, you know, give us a little bit of an insight into her inclusion in Black Widow. So that's what I think is going to happen. I know you have a few more, so hit me. Uh, I think in one for me, I think um, Bucky will finally speak to Yuri, his mate from the first episode, and admit to him that he killed his son. Because you know how it sounds like you got to, yes. you can't, you can't, you just got to, you know, you got to do something about it. There's no point, you know, trying to make amends. Do something. So I feel like we'll probably get a maybe. I reckon we'll get a scene with Bucky and Yuri. But I feel like it'd just be silly to introduce Yuri in episode one, and he played a, quite a big role in that episode, and we saw like a flashback scene with Bucky as the Winter Soldier. So I feel like they'll have a scene together. And then after that, Bucky will then join Sam in New York. And they'll, I think, like you mentioned, they'll have a showdown with um, the Flag Smashers. And I think they will, obviously, like you mentioned before, they'll definitely fight with Walker eventually. And I think he'll probably escape. And that will set up him being the next big villain, I think, or just one of the next villains for them to use in phase four. So there might be like a post-credit scene, I think, where Madam Hydra and Walker maybe meet up or something, possibly. Mm. Do you think we're going to get Nick Fury in a post-credit scene? I don't know because he's like in space, man. Remember at the end, he's just chilling in space, just mm. doing his thing. So at the end of our Spider-Man, that is far from home. So I think, I think that's going to happen. I think they might do a scene with obviously Madam Hydra and Walker. And finally, I'm just going to throw it out there. I, I feel like someone has to die in this series, and I'm going to say Carly dies. Ooh, okay. Yeah, I think she's the most uh, obvious one to die. Because, I don't know, do you think John Walker dies? I don't know. I feel like they set him up, though, so he's supposed to be a villain in the future, as I think he comes into contact, uh, conflict with, like, Captain America and, like, Falcon and stuff in the comics. Mm. So, so yeah, I'm just going to say Carly, I think, because she'll, like, you know, sort of be that martyr that dies for what she believes in sort of thing, possibly. Mm. So, I don't know. I feel like someone will die. I'm just going to, I'm going to say it's going to be Carly. Yeah, okay. All right, do you have any more? No, that's it for me. All right, that's time. Let's give some wild predictions. What probably won't happen, what we would love to happen in the finale. Give me your wildest prediction, Cody. Okay, my wildest one. This is going to be out there, but I hope it happens. You probably know it's coming. 
I'm hoping Dr. Doom makes an appearance, makes a cameo appearance in this show that sets up future um, Phase 4 films in regards to like, the Fantastic Four or Spider-Man because Dr. Doom comes into conflict with all those characters. And I'm going to say Dr. Doom's going to be the power broker. He's going to be played by Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> I'm all hey, in on Leo. I'm all I, in. I know you're all in on Leo. Now, look, I think I feel like Marvel are holding off on Doctor Doom. Like, I feel like they're going to have to unleash him. I he's mean, such he, a good villain. Like, he's so such a good villain. He's probably the best villain, really. You know, from comic law, I, I, I would love that as well. Like, I'm all in on your wild theory there. If he's in it, like, yes, like, give me all the Doctor Doom possible. I mean, you love him so much, and you've introduced me to him a little bit more than I sort of uh, knew previously. And by doing some research, like I'm all in on Dr. Doom. And I mean, Leo would be awesome. So yeah, I, I, I love that wild theory. I mean, what's his role going to be though if he, if, if he was to appear in this episode? I feel like he, I don't know, I'm, I'm thinking he disappears. You know, they do like a scene where he's, um, they get, there's like um, Agent Carter or someone's talking to the power broker and it's revealed to be Dr. Doom. He's like in his chair and he turns around and you see his metal face mask. And he's like talking out of it saying, I don't know, something intense like, you know, I'll show them real strength. I don't know, whatever. <laughs> I'll show them power. I don't know, whatever. Something just like him revealed. He's sitting on his throne doing his thing in his hectic mask and his green hoodie, like his green robes. He's got such a good costume too. I don't know. Something like that would be nice. Yeah. So for people that like are listening that don't sort of know so much about Dr. Doom, give us like a 20 second background story of the man that is Dr. Doom. All right. So pretty much Dr. Doom, um, Victor Von Doom is from a place called Latvia. So it's like his own, he's got his own country based on the comics. And in that country, he pretty much runs it like a dictator. And he's pretty much like a wizard. So he's got magical, he uses dark magic and he also uses technology and he's he's like super smart. He's got a lot of beef with um, Mr. Fantastic. And he's pretty much, taken on a few big bads like Thanos and stuff before in and he's stolen people's powers like Silver Soldier and stuff like that so he's quite legit but yeah anyway yeah all right well so would he be because does he live on earth or is he he's on earth he's like in his he's like in a it's eastern European so he's it's like based on that so he kind of has his own country so he has diplomatic um, immunity so he can pretty much do whatever the hell he likes and he can't get arrested because he's yes. from his own country. So, yeah. so I mean, he could potentially just be... And he just control. He has, like, robot armies. Like, he's got his own androids that work for him and stuff. And he's, like, super smart. Yeah. So. I'm all for it. I'm all for it. Uh, do you want to give me another one or do you want me to... Hit uh, you can one? give me a few now. All right. So, I don't... I think the introduction of Madam Hydra is... Obviously, she's been introduced and she's going to play a bigger part. I don't think this is going to happen, but I would love her to take on her Viper persona that she plays in the comics. And I'd love to get to see her get involved in the battle. Uh, And, you know, potentially, you know, maybe she kills, um, you know, a few flag smashes or, you know, uses her because 
from what I know of Madam Hydra is or her Viper persona, she uses like, uh, she doesn't really have any like um, superpowers or anything, but she uses like um, poisonous arrows and like poisonous darts and things like that. So cool. I'd love to see, I think that would be cool to get her involved in actual action. Uh, that was one I had. Another one that I had, and I actually don't think this is that far-fetched. Like it probably is a little bit far-fetched because I think, like I think they've put this, they've included um, this in the series because it's going to happen later. And that's the inclusion of the Young Avengers. We yeah. look, so we like, we know that Patriot is Isaiah uh, Bradley's grandson. Yeah. And he's actually in the show. So you, you, we've had a few interactions with him, but I, I'd love to see him. And my prediction is Patriot will actually become Patriot in the finale and help them fight because we're not going to see Isaiah Bradley fight. Like he doesn't want a, a piece of it, but he's been included in it enough now for maybe Patriot to, you know, find his, because he also has like a shield. It's like a... um more like medieval sort of style shield. Oh, cool. So Patriot maybe finds his shield like somewhere in the attic or something like that, you know, in the show, grabs the shield and then joins the fight. So that's another prediction I had. Nice. Does Patriot have like the super soldier serum in him or is it just, is it like in his blood? I don't know how does it work. Is he supposed to have superhuman strength in that or is he just hand-to-hand combat? Uh, yeah, so he, sure. he possesses like agility, strength, speed, endurance, reaction okay. time. Um, and apparently as you know, sort of the comics say, uh, it's superior to that of a normal, of the normal super soldier. So he's kind of like, he's kind of like his grandfather and kind of like Captain America. Um, so yeah, like, because in the comics, he receives blood, a blood transfusion from his grandfather. Oh, so that's how he gets the serum. Yeah. So he, he gets the... I guess the serum, yeah, and gets his abilities from via the blood, blood transfusion. Yeah, right. Cool. From so, yeah, I'd love to see the inclusion because I mean, it feel it's gonna happen eventually, right? We're gonna get a Young Avengers, I think. You know, we're, like it's been sort of uh, alluded to with the inclusion of just having him in it. So yeah, pa- Patriot, I'm all in on him in the finale. Nice, love it. Any others? Yeah, this one was sort of wild. All right. Um, Black Widow arrives from a different timeline due to the different timelines that Loki has interfered with. And also Loki arrives and he's actually the power breaker. You know what? I actually love that. And you know what? And it links links like Black Widow with the new Loki series that's coming out. It also links it in with the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I don't know. I don't actually think that's that like far-fetched like it's wild obviously and that's what we want but you never know like that could loki's the type of guy that could be a power broker you know what i mean like from his persona from the person he is you never know that would be super interesting i don't know i just thought i'm just trying to link this whole time period in and hey i'm all for that somehow comes back i want more loki so i'm all for that i am all for that uh another wild one i had was the inclusion of, you know, we've got this whole uh, time conundrum that's coming with Loki. And that is somehow, we obviously know he's he's dead. Um, but the Red Skull makes Comes a return. Back. 
The Red Skull I makes thought say, I thought you were going to say Steve Rogers for a second, but yeah, the Red Skull. Well, I mean, why not bring oh, them both okay. back? Why yeah. not bring them both back? That would be yeah, pretty cool. The Red Skull is the power broker. Yeah, right. That's, that's I, I've just decided I'm, the Red Skull's a power broker. Oh, like that. that's a good one. Yeah, he is back. That's it all. I love that. That's a good prediction. All right. Do you have any more? No, that's it really for me. All right, I just had well, like a little theory for you to see what you thought. Me. What are your thoughts on that? I heard them talking about it on um, binge on the Binge um, podcast. That whole idea that Torres could be the power broker. Yeah, uh, he's like that. You know, he's the American soldier, sort of helping Sam on the way, and he just sort of appears every now and then. He knows he seems to be able to find where Carly is and stuff like that. I don't know. I was I like, like, what are your thoughts on that theory? I like that theory. I think that's probably as possible as the Sharon Carter. I think they're sort of like neck and neck now for the power broker. But I still think it's just going to be, be an unknown. Yeah. I think it's going to be an unknown that. I think it's going to be one of those. Th- I think it's going to be like in one division, we got Agatha Harkness revealed. I think it's going to be like that where we kind of like, what? And then yeah, we all- so maybe we've seen them in the show, but we didn't like maybe. And then maybe. Yeah. As a power. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe, seen them. Yeah, yeah, maybe it's, it's played sort of like a minor, minor role. So maybe it could potentially be him, but then he's a villain that we sort of don't know about from the comics. Yeah. I, th- I think it's going to be, the power broker is going to be some sort of villain, but uh, I mean, obviously the, the power broker is a villain from the comics. So yeah, it's going to be interesting and I cannot wait. For sure. All right. Well, look, two days, sizzle, two days, two days. And look, next week we're going to do a full deep dive on uh, Falcon and the winter soldier. So stay tuned for that. We might even get a special guest. Are we going to get a special guest. We haven't had one for a while. No, we haven't. So we might get a special guest on for that. Uh, but look, before we end the podcast, we must quickly touch on some more Marvel. I feel like, you know, it's basically Marvel with Sizzle and Quinny at this point. That's pretty yeah. much all we've talked about this year. Marvel has really We should won. talk about the Knicks, man. We need to do a Knicks pod. We do. I mean, seven straight, man. Seven straight. I mean, seven straight. Before, we, before we touch on the next part of the podcast, which we're going to get into a new trailer that just dropped, Knicks, 7-0. and Are we actually contender to win some playoff games? I was going to say, like, do you reckon we have the potential to at least get out of the first round this season? I think so. I mean, like obviously you've got your big dogs like your Phillies, your Brooklyn's, and your Miami Heat, and obviously the Bucks. But after that, it's like it's slim pickings. Celtics aren't that good this year. Well, look, they've been hot and cold. Look, if the like playoffs, Charlotte are playing alright, but like I'm still not sold on Charlotte. Either. They don't have um, ball anymore. The mellow. Well, he might be coming back, but That's look, what I mean. if the playoffs started today, we would play the Hawks in round one, which, and I, and I love that matchup. I That's think a great matchup. I would actually tip the Knicks over the Hawks in that. In, I would tip the Knicks over the Hawks. In seven games. Yeah. yeah. I mean, who on the, the Hawks is, is actually going to stop Julius Randle? Like, let's be honest. And it just sort of comes down to, we kind of just got to lock down Trey Young, don't we? Yeah. I mean, that's it. So look, here's another question for you. I just mentioned Julius Randle. Is he in all NBA this year? Third team, maybe? I think he's probably got to be third team. Mm -hmm. I think he can push for third team. I might even say he might even be top five. He'd be sneaky. Like I'd love to say he's an MVP candidate, mate. He's like, he's been so good for us. Like he's been ridiculous. 
It sounds wild, but like when you think about it, like why not? I mean, I mean he's obviously not going to win it. We're not saying he's the MVP, but he could be he's just like a dart. I don't know. He might get a couple votes. Who knows? He's certainly a shot for it. I mean, he won uh, Player of the Week this week, so good look, start. I mean, his averages are very impressive. Look, he's averaging, I'm just looking it up now, 23.7 points per game, 10.5 rebounds per game, 6.1 assists per game. He's shooting the ball at 46% from the field. Like, that's tasty. Solid. That's very tasty. That's like, you know, my player kind of tasty. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, look, he's had improvements in every stat from last year. I, I think like he should at least be in the conversation, not not as the MVP, but at least give yeah. him at least give him a little bit of a shout out there. What about our boy Thib- Thibodeau? Is he going to be? Is he a coach of the year candidate? Yeah, I mean that's another one. Yeah, I mean why not? Like who would have thought? Would you have thought the Knicks would have been a playoff contender at the start of the year? Let alone no, no let one alone, had no one thought we would be any anywhere near the playoffs. Exactly, you know that's that's my point. So. You know, let alone being fifth in the East. Like, to put it put to put it in perspective, the Celtics and the Heat and the Pacers are all below us. They were legit playoff teams last year. I mean, the Heat were in the finals. Yeah. So Knickerbockers, man. It's it's get a- around, and we might finally be in the playoffs and have an over above five hundred record for the first time in years. What a time to be alive! What a time yeah. to be alive as a Knicks fan. Uh, well, look, Knicks. Like maybe we should do a bit more of a deep dive on the Knicks. Um, or just the NBA in general, mate. We, maybe should, we should have, produce some predictions like, you know, six man of the year, most improved. All right, maybe MVP. we should do that. We, have, we haven't done an NBA pod for a while. Worst uh, player of the year. Yeah. <laughs> Rookie of the year. Well, look, I've got a worst I, I vote for you in a show that I'm watching, and that is Star Wars Clone Wars which, you know, we could talk about for days, and that's Obi-Wan Kenobi. Look, sorry for, boy, the ten- Obi-Wan. sorry for the tangent here, but I've lost all respect for Obi-Wan Kenobi from Star Wars Clone Wars. Look, I won't go on too much of a tangent because we're not talking about that today. But he gets better, man. Don't worry, he gets better. He is the, he is the, he is the worst. Jar Jar Binks is pretty bad. No, no, no. <laughs> Obi-Wan is the worst, I'm telling you. Worst Jedi of all time. Anyway, yeah, possibly. We, we won't um, go into that. Uh, look, let's let's wrap up the podcast quickly by talking about Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. We got the trailer this week. Or the well, teaser or whatever A it was. bit more of yep. a teaser. It only went for like two minutes. This is coming out in September. Look, let's, we won't spend too much time on it. We did a whole episode on trailers last week. What did you think of the trailer and how excited on a scale of, let's say, one to six, as we like to do? Are you Infinity four? Stones, yeah. Yeah, six Infinity Stones. How well, yeah, where where are you? Like, yeah, like I'm I'm probably gonna say I'm sitting at probably a three out of six, maybe around that way. Like, because obviously for me, I don't really know much about this this character at all. Um, I really like how in the show it looks in the movie, it looks like the Mandarin's actually going to be the villain, like the proper Mandarin, not what they had in Iron Man 3, which is trash. So it's I'm kind of interested to see how that all pans out. And I just think it was pretty cool just to see like some of the fighting scenes. Like I love like martial arts sort of thing. Like I went through a Bruce Lee phase early at the end of last year. I watched heaps of his movies. Like I like Kung Fu. It kind of gave me kind of like, you know, Mortal Kombat vibes, especially like that villain that has like the mask on. Like I'm all in on that character. That character looks heaps interesting with like the sword and like the cool mask. And he looks like he's like the right-hand man of the Mandarin who's supposed to be like a really hectic character in the comics. So 
it's sort of, for me, I think it sort of reminds me of an iron fist type sort of vibe, but I think it looks a lot better. So I'm probably going to say, yeah, I don't know, two and a half to three, yeah, stones. Yeah, see, I'm I'm a lot higher. I'm like a 4.5. I thought this trailer was so cool. Like it's, I think it's so cool because it's a character I, like you, know nothing about. And yep. like, this was a bit of a teaser, but I love, you know, the whole Kung Fu aspect of this. From what I've read as well, Shang-Chi is like one of the best, if not the best, hand-to-hand combat. Yeah, I heard. Yeah, so he's apparently supposed to be heaps good. Yeah, you know, he's like up there. He's, he's stronger than like Captain America and, and whatnot in hand-to-hand combat. And obviously, you know, throw in the, the 10 rings, which, you know, are kind of like, they're not as powerful, but they're kind of like, I guess you could think of them as like infinity stones. Because they've all got some unique power. Yeah, yeah. you've got like uh, the ice blast ring, the electro blast ring, flame blast ring, uh, white light, black light, um, vortex beam ring. The, you know, there's 10 of them. I won't go through all of them. And they all have a different sort of power. So when these rings are, I get when, you know, whoever the, the, the wielder is of these rings, like they are super strong. So I think this is going to be awesome. I think we're going to have, like, this is going to be a movie full of action, like full of hand-to-hand combat fights. And we saw it in the trailer. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, the bus wait. scene was cool. Like, it was fine. Or was it the train or whatever it was? Yeah. yeah. The bus and the trailer. Those heck, they were pretty cool scenes. Awesome, right? So yeah, I'm all in. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm keen to see it. But yeah, it's a three at the moment for me and it could get better if I see another trailer. Yeah. Well, we I might a bit more about it. I'm sure we'll get one um, very soon. Well, yeah, uh, when's it supposed to be? Isn't it in somewhere like September or something? Yeah, I, so I, not, think, yeah. I think it's the 3rd of September. So again, another movie for us to see, mate. Lock it in. Yeah. All right, lock it in and let's lock in this podcast because we have come to the end of our run of episode 36. Did I say 36? 36. Yeah, 36 sounds about right. Tripping up on 40. The big 4-0. Yep, hit us up on socials, at Sizzle and Quinny. You can follow us and follow the podcast wherever you get your podcasts, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. I'm Samuel Finlay on the gram. You are squinny91. I'm SRQuinn. Damn it. (laughs) I'm changed now. You were that though. I was that for like... A while, but now I'm SR Quinn 91. So it's pretty much the same thing. I've just changed it around a bit. I kept enough. getting people trying to add me and I was like, nah, I don't want to borrow that. I have to change it up. Fair enough, fair enough. All right, well, tell your brother, your mother, your sister. Tell grandparents, second cousins. Grandparents. Look, tell John Walker. Tell him now. Tell, we better tell him now. Yeah. Tell Sam. Tell the Wakandans. Demo. We'll be seeing you next week. Well, we won't be seeing you. We'll be talking to you. Peace.